Red Sox and the Twins on a rainy night at Fenway Park. We pick this one up in the bottom of the second. Man aboard for the homerless Christian Vasquez. And Christian hammers one deep left field. Way back, home run number one for Christian Vasquez. And it's 2-0 Boston. Red Sox with a threat here with Jackie Bradley next. Line shot, base hit. Pedroia digging for third, and Brian Butterfield will shut him down there. The throw high all the way to the backstop. Here he comes. He's going to score anyway. And the Red Sox lead it 3-0. Dustin Pedroia will try and bring in another run. Shot out to left center field, racing back Rosario. It's over his head. Off the wall, another run is in. Pedroia digging for second. He dives, and he'll be tagged out. But the run scored before that to make it 5 to nothing. Ramirez has to get through this inning with the lead to qualify for the victory. First and second, one down, a 3-2 coming. Big strikeout there for out number two. And a 2-2. He got him! Pomeranz out of the inning. Runners off first and second. And Young hammers one deep to left field. Way back and gone. A home run for Chris Young. A three-run shot. And the Red Sox now lead it 9-1. Red Sox cruise to the 9-2 win and take over sole possession of first place in the AL East. Drew Pomerantz sandwiches five innings around the rain delay and has a 1.53 ERA in his last three starts. The Twins have dropped back-to-back -back road games for just the third time this season. They own the major's second-best road record at 23-11. With John Farrell serving a one-game suspension, it was Gary DeSarcina who assumed bench boss duties for the Red Sox on Tuesday. And DeSarcina certainly had to enjoy the view as the Red Sox turned in a 9-2 victory over the Twins on a long, wet night at Fenway Park. Here is DeSarcina speaking to the media following the game. Yeah, very impressed. Uh, you know, we hit the stopwatch as soon as the, the tarp was pulled to go on, and uh, he did a great job staying, staying loose in between. That, I think it was an hour and 15 minutes maybe. I can't remember exactly. But, you know, he kept heat on his arm. He rode the bike, played a little toss. Um, kept his body warm. So it was very impressive. Usually like 45 minutes, an hour, it's pretty close. You're pushing it, but, uh, you know, talking to Carl and seeing how he was going to respond after his first in and out there, which he, he you know, he first, I think the first pitch was hit off the wall and then uh, Christian threw, the, threw him out at third base on the stolen base. So, and he settled down after that, but um, five innings, uh, a long rain delay like that was impressive. Yeah, he's, he's progressed. I mean, each outing he's got better and better, you know, mixing the cutter, curveball, and a fastball. But that was the, the first time uh, sitting next to Carl that we really had a pit in our stomach about hoping he could get through it because we just kept talking about the rain delay and how long it was and um, just trying to pull him through that inning. And he did a great job, uh, you know, working out of that with Dozier. You know, that, one made, that one made us, uh, you know, sit on the edge of our seat a little bit. But he did a, you know, he settled down, did a good job. Uh, he mixed his pitches. He was great before the rain delay, too. Those first two winnings was very impressive, mixing it up and came back out. He wasn't as, uh, his command wasn't as great, as good, but he still battled, and, and I still go back to that's a very impressive performance coming out of that delay. Gary, just, how was this day for you? Was it significantly different than any other day of the park? Yeah, it was different. I mean, it's, it's one thing to know earlier in the day, and you can prepare yourself mentally and, and kind of wrap your head around it. You know, when, you get, when John got thrown out in the middle of the game, it's kind of thrown on you real quick and you have no preparation for it. But that's part of this job description of being a bench coach. You have to be ready to kind of be the jack of all trades and, and step in. And these are one of the days. He told me, I think it was like 
God, it might have been like 12 o'clock, 12.30, he told me. So your day kind of changes in preparation and, and you, know, you know, obviously talking to Carl about the pitching and talking to John about the pitching before he, you know, he left. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It, it's a lot of adrenaline. And uh, I can see and appreciate the things, the, the, the trials and the tribulations and the, and the struggles John goes through daily and nightly when it comes to, you know, removing a pitcher in a game, you know. Uh, and making those tough decisions because it, it's it's difficult and uh, you know growing up around here you know I don't think I'm gonna appreciate it until the season's over and looking back and having a day like this so um, it was different but uh, it's part of the job. Uh, when uh, so when the game was resumed, you know Carl was kind of out there on the mound with him, just kind of watching him. Uh, at that point, what what kind of thing? What what is he looking for to make sure that that he should? Stay I just think, yeah, I just think he was just making sure he was staying loose. He, like I said, he did. Drew did a great job keeping loose throughout. But until you get out on the mound and you start throwing and and uh, making pitches, you know, even though there was no hitter up there, I think, you know, Carl's just watching how he's reacting, especially you know his body language and and how the ball's coming out of his hand, and it looked good, so he just went with it. It was a long time coming, but Christian Vasquez finally drilled his first home run of the season, a no doubt shot into the monster seats bottom two of twin starter Hector Santiago. Here is Vasquez sharing his thoughts on the Red Sox 9-2 victory over Minnesota at Fenway Park. Finally, huh? Uh, it was awesome, man. It's, uh, you know, we win the game and, you know, that's matters. You know, we're in first place now and, you know, we're playing good ball. Two separate rain delays in this one really probably threw off the game plan a little bit, but you were able to keep Pomerantz effective and efficient. Seven strikeouts tonight. What made him so effective? His curve was nasty, breaking a lot, and, you know, he was spanning the zone and uh, getting first strike, and, you know, that's a, a lot of different, you know. We, when you attack the zone, you know, everything, you know, is, is good. Two games you've taken away from a good Twins team so far in this four-game series. How nice is it to take two already from the series? Yeah, yeah, of course, you know, they're a good team, but, you know, everything, every win matters here, you know. We're winning, we're playing the ball well, you know, the starting pitcher, the relievers, they throwing ball well, so very happy. All right, man, I got to ask you this one. You took your third steal. The question in the booth was, did you get the green light or did you decide to take that one yourself? No, they sent me. They sent me. They, Amaro sent me, and, you know, he's slow to the plate, and, you know, we took it. The Red Sox look to keep rolling on Wednesday behind Rick Porcello. He'll be opposed by Adalberto Mejia.